Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello everyone, I'm Kat Farmer. And I'm Marianne Jones. And this is Been There, Done That. You've got the podcast a special mini pod today because today is the day we've launched a Patreon channel. And if you come aboard, you'll be able to watch this episode as well as listen and future podcasts as well in video form. Bloopers, cat swearing, they're staying in. Am I allowed to swear then now? No, you're not. I don't oh, want you going over the top. But what's the point? Well, just don't put effing and okay. Jeff for the point of there this. Is. Oh my God, there is. I love it. Anyway, for £5 a month, you'll get not only ad-free listening and our podcasts on video, but regular live Q&As, behind-the-scenes extras, and a newsletter with links to our recommendations. Ooh! So if you fancy even more wanging on, I know well, you well, because you said it earlier and I thought you said you wanking said, on. Well, you did. Okay. Wanging on. Wanking head on. <laughs> head over to patreon.com forward slash got the podcast and join our exclusive new club. Okay, so back in the room. And you're just what 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 is this? What's what? what? Well you're being what, like jazz hands. Really I know, I'm all excited because of our Patreon launch. Okay. And right. because we're being filmed now, I'm showing off. Oh my god! It is honestly, it is like it is literally like don't I'm waving play, and everything. Don't play up for the camera. Sorry. Oh dear God! Oh my God! <laughs> right, come on, come on, come on! What are you? Do? Stop that! Dear Jesus! All right, fine. Okay, so back in the room. Since I've split up with my husband, which I announced this summer, but it actually happened a year ago. It's mm. a year next I week. I can't believe that. I know. I've been asked a lot of questions about being single at 50 and I'm going to share with you what I've learned so far and answer some of our listeners questions I'm not going to share everything because there are some things that um yeah that I uh, yes I mean I think there are things that I don't need to share with regards to the privacy of my kids and Mm. and my ex but you know so this is very much about my experience Mm. not about my dealings really with them I can't believe it's been a year because I don't think I actually knew at the time. Do you know, I told you in the, the November. Yeah, oh, I did. Okay. You just chose not to listen to me. <laughs> to listen. You know what? I just can't believe it's a year. Is is the point? Neither can I. That is that is just flown. I know. I know. Well, you say that. Okay. Well, it hasn't for you, probably. No. To be no. fair. 
it's been a it's it's been a journey. It's it's been a journey. Um, so shall we start with the questions? Because then I've got some things that I sort of want to bring in, which sort of have relevance. I think. So someone has asked you, "Do you enjoy your freedom?" And she says, "I do." So she's obviously so she does as well. Um, I, do, I I wouldn't say it's necessarily freedom. I think that's a an interesting way of putting it. And I think that sort of is very much freedom is a really hard one because. Um, it's not necessarily about being free. It's about uh, taking a different path, I think. Interesting. And so I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily... I, have, I almost have less freedom because a juggling of the plates, and I think anyone will tell you this, um, I mean, I don't think anybody, you know, goes into a divorce and thinks, oh, it's going to be easy. Um, mm. But I think what you have, I think I have a freedom, I have a mental freedom. That's what I have. I have a mental freedom for sure. Do you- do, do people ever say to you, oh, I bet it's great now you've got, you know, because I that's interesting what you've just said, because do you think a lot of people think, oh, she can do what she likes now, and it isn't the case, is it? Will you say that? I mean, it is and it isn't. I think it's it's weird, actually. I think it's really, really weird. The thing I have learned and the lessons I've learned, which is obviously what this is about, is the level of, and I say this a lot, of judgment and the level of stigma that is st- Still attached to being divorced. I found that incredible. I, I, I was honestly gobsmacked. But you know who are the main and I will say only perpetrators? Other women. Never a man. It's never, ever, ever a man. I've got so many male friends who are divorced, who aren't, and they are they just look at it. And maybe I do look at things with a real male lens. But um I do think I and I know and I'm very conscious when I talk about this, is that my situation, everybody's situation is different. That's the other thing I would say. Everybody's situation is different. And the one thing I would say to people, it's a little bit like grief. So obviously my, my both my parents have died. Um, and the best piece of advice I was given, which actually correlates to this as well, mm. is that your grief is your grief to own and yours alone. And how you deal with it is very much your own business. And no one should, should judge. I mean, they comment for sure, but they shouldn't judge. And the thing is, people judge on what, they think they do or what they would do or what they have done and their way is always the right way and uh, I, I just think it comes full circle as to there is this preconception that if you are divorced if you haven't succeeded actually makes me want to vomit succeeded in your marriage it's a failure is that the judgment you found you've got? Oh, I would say people. 99% of people's reactions, and I've said this right from the start, are there is this outpouring of, 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 of I'm not going to say it's patronising pity, but it does come across as being, and I know people don't necessarily mean that, but there is this pity. Um, it's like, seriously? I can't, can I swear? Okay, we cut this out. Joe, well, don't cut it out. It's our editor. When we say Joe, we'll cut it out. We'll cut it out. But I literally want to turn around and go, just say it fuck then. off. Yeah. Seriously, fuck off. Mm. It's, um, there is this preconception that we as a society get married and then should stay married. And if you don't stay married, there's something somehow wrong with you. 
And yet, when you think about it, more than half, is it half? Yeah. More than half? Or oh about half of marriages yeah. don't last the course. So yeah. you'd think we'd have got to some sort of acceptance point, wouldn't I you? think, I understand that's going to take an awfully long time, because obviously this is entrenched in our psyche as a society. But I really think that there is, what, I'm, what I was surprised at, there has been practically nothing that I can see mm. that has been beneficial in changing the narrative. And actually, dare I say... Uh, okay, I'm going to just say it. There are, you know, I, I, you know, sort of on Instagram and in the press, and you know, there there are are women that talk about the divorce. They talk about it in such negative terms, the breakup in such negative terms. And again, I know that you know, no, no one wants to be able to say, you know, look, I made a commitment that I thought was going to last, it didn't. And I think at the end of the day, that's what men, I think, are much more able to do. They're, not, they're able to be black and white about it. But women, there is this, and I don't know if it is um, emotion. I obviously is emotion. But again, it's, I think it is embarrassment. It's shame. Oh my God, I've heard so many people say, but I feel really ashamed. It's like, we need to change this. Do you think because the onus is on the woman to make it work? What 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 is that? Why is it why is it women and and men don't kind of take this upon themselves? I, I do you know what it is actually? I thought about it loads, and I think there are so many different answers. And I would not want to say that you know in different level in areas of society there 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 are obviously different ways of looking at it. But certainly, I think in sort of our demographic, it's very much you know you are judged and you are held up. You know your you know your your level of esteem is by your social standing. And if that is, you know, you're married, you've got two or three children, your life is perfect, and you've got blah, 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 blah. If you fall off that ladder in any way, shape, or form, it isn't to say, stop this, I'm going to get on another ladder, which is way better. Somehow, you poor thing, you mm. failed, you know, you didn't, this is not what you started out. And this is, and I think they are, they are, not judged, but they are, you know, their level of success, unfortunately, so many women wrap up their personal success in their marriage and their children, rather than in them themselves and what they're going to achieve. Oh, totally. And I think that then is, that then is a reflection. They say, oh, I'm sorry for you, because they think, Jesus, if that happened to me, oh my God, my life would be over. Okay, love, well, do you know what? We need to change this narrative. And that's fine. That's for you. I look at you and think, okay, nice, great. I would not want that life. That is not the life that I would want at all. I mean, yeah. I, and I think there are so many women out there that, you know, there are so many more opportunities for you to start and have. 50 is so young these days in the scheme of things. And the opportunities for women are so massive. But I know when we've touched on this before, one or two people said, said well, I'm paraphrasing here. Well, it's it's okay for you, Kat, because you've got a successful career and, and, you know, from a financial point of view, you can move on. Whereas, you know, I can't. Yeah, and that, uh, do you know what? That is absolutely true. And that it's very difficult for me to, you know, sort of take that out of the equation because I worked my arse off my entire life. And actually, some people will say, I have had it say to you, you know, do you think you work to the detriment of your marriage and your family? Mm, you didn't put the marriage first, Kat. Is no, that, I was didn't. That the, was that the undertone of that? I think, do you know what? I wouldn't like to put words into anybody's mouth and say that was the implication. But I think for many women, uh, yeah, I, I, I took that, and that might be my my bad, um, that I did take that as, as, as an inference. But I have felt that. I have felt judged the entire, over the last 20 years, for wanting to be really successful in my career mm -hmm. and having my children that, you know, and as someone said, you know, I, I have had the ultimate word said to me, 
you're not putting your children first. Mm, you've had that said. To I've you. had that said to me by more than on you know on more than one occasion by yeah, more than yeah. one person, and I said, you know what? It's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think as women, how many guys get asked that? Oh God, none. <laughs> Bloody <laughs> none. Total of zero. Well, probably. Tell me that. Yeah, and I think it's because it, it, and it is that it's. And I remember turning around at one point, and I mean they were very drunk. I was, and turned around and said, Do "You know what? No, I'm not." <gasps> they were like, "Oh my god!" And I said, "Because if I'm not all right, my children are not going to be all right." I was in a situation for for twenty years, and by the end of it, I didn't like the person I had become. It wasn't, you know, the, and, and it, there were so many things that I knew needed to change, and the only way that they would change for the better of my family um uh, and me you know that was if we 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 lived a different way of life um and it's uh, it's it's really hard to put your head above the parapet and say do you know what actually I am going to put myself first because women look at you as if you are Attila the Hunt I mean it literally you know as, as if you are you know some sort of evil horrible selfish bitch how dare you put yourself first and don't put the needs of your children first it's not that I don't put the needs of my children first but I can do both I can do both and also they have two parents they have two parents why should this all be down to me and I think that is something that's not brought up and I think again you know it's so, it's so, so, so difficult to square that circle and not come across as being a selfish bitch because, oh my God, you know, you're doing what you want to do. Yeah, I am doing what I want to do. What, why shouldn't I? Am I supposed to stay in a scenario where actually none of us were really happy or I was the unhappiest, let's say, for example, um, and I knew that everybody was not really happy and it takes one person to actually make that call um, and, you know, and other people to go, do you know what, actually, yeah, this is actually, yeah, what we're doing. And I think, I, I, I don't know whether it's going to be something that more people do in the future once it becomes an accepted thing to be able to turn around and say, actually, this is the end of the chapter. We can move on to a new chapter. It can be amicable. It doesn't need to be acrimonious um, because at the end of the day, it, you, we are all in each other's lives for a very long, long time. Yeah. But it's a different form of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think as well, listeners. That's really, really interesting. Somebody else asks you, Kat, how did you get to the stage where you knew you had to leave? I don't. I think it was a question of, you know, we both realised, you know, that... Um, um, that we had both really changed. We both really changed. And, uh, you know, I mean, fair play if, you know, everybody changes over the years and lots of people change and they, you know, they they, they change together. Um, but other people change and, you know, their, their lives move in different directions. And I think, um, I think lockdown was a big trigger for, I know, for, for, for many people and lots of people. But I think it gave people a chance to think, gave people a chance to assess. And it certainly gave me a chance to... John, I don't really know if it was then. I think they were the, the seeds of it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I think there is, there is something interestingly that um, I've looked up. Actually, someone forwarded it to me, and I spoke to my therapist about it. And I cannot. My advice would be as well get a therapist and get a really good one. I've had therapy since I was seventeen, and it has been the most important thing. And I go, I dip in and out as to when I need it, and I've had a lot over the years. It didn't stop me having a nervous breakdown when my kids are little. I mean, that was a 
big red flag. Um, but, you know, I dealt with it and, and then moved on, which is why, you know, I had a, a year off working and that was what sent me do lally and went back to work. Um, but it's called Radical Acceptance. And I am reading this is something that we did find um, online because I've heard about it, but I couldn't actually yeah. put it into succinct words. Yeah, it so is. To, oh. Yeah, go on, you read what it is. So radical acceptance is a conscious effort to acknowledge and honour difficult situations and emotions, fully accepting things as they are instead of ignoring, avoiding or wishing the situation were different. Now, I, I like it's really funny, actually, because when I was told this years ago, I said, um, oh, that's really interesting. That sounds like the serenity prayer. And obviously, you know, we, we grew up in the most Catholic of Catholic households. We both did. And my mum had the, her favourite thing on the planet was the serenity prayer. Everyone had that, didn't we, they? I mean, on the side of the fridge. Oh my god, it was on a magnet. We had it on a magnet. We had <laughs> a tea towel. Magnet. We had a tapestry. Whatever you. I mean, not a tapestry. That sounds very like grand. a bit of embroidery. Basically, a bit of embroidery. Yeah, a bit of cross stitch <laughs> in a frame. It wasn't bayo. <laughs> <laughs> Shroud of Turin. Exactly. One whole wall, a feature wall of God's prayer. Anyway, so the serenity prayer is. God, and it can be God, it could be anybody, yeah, can't it? whoever. Exactly. Insert name. Absolutely, insert name. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I think the one thing that therapy has taught me, as well as the serenity prayer, <laughs> is, I can, it, 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 I don't dwell. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot change the past. And as painful and as... Um, uh, I, I'll use the word painful, really. As painful mm. and soul-destroying and gut-wrenchingly awful it may be, understanding that there is nothing you can do. And I think, you know, you look at, I think you just have to accept. And that is what I see, you know, I've, I had lots of people saying, oh, it took me ages to move on. It took me ages to grieve. That's fine. But life is short. Life is short. Um, you only get one life. And there are so many amazing opportunities out there. Mm. I think it is just, and I know it's very easy to glibly say, accept it. And I know that it probably took me a couple of years with hindsight, both of us, to actually sort of work out, I'm not sure this is going in the yeah, right direction. Yeah. But I suppose divorce for, for a lot of people, it is a grieving process, isn't it? And acceptance comes at the very end of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it does. I just, I, I think that some people are, they're very reluctant to accept that there wasn't something they could do. Mm. And I think there is also, I mean, uh, we both have, uh, I've got friends, you've got friends, mm. and we spoke, you know, uh, 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 friends who have, you know, who, who have had divorce and have found it very difficult. It's not a question of forgiveness, especially, uh, I think it, it is, I'm not going to say it's a lot more difficult, but I would assume it's a lot more difficult if, you know, you are the one that has been betrayed. Oh, if God, there's betrayal. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think having been through it as a child with my dad mm -hmm. um, over many, 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 many years and, you know, knowing that, you know, I mean, my dad left at 11 and didn't resurface until I was 19. So, you know, that level of um, acceptance that and, and, and grief about not having a father when everybody mm -hmm. else did mm -hmm. and, and, and the, throughout the entire rest of my life not having a father. Mm -hmm. um, I think it is I, I think it, it, it's the bitterness is so toxic so toxic and I was lucky enough to say to have a therapy at 17 and work through it and I really really think I did and I and I, and I think there are lots of women it's it's you know it's it, it is that betrayal and it is there is a form of grief but there is a need to you know harboring that that is going to 
eat away at you. And I don't have the advice, you know, I'm not professional to say, you know, well, just let it go. I mean, that sounds trite and bullshit, frankly. But just try, get speak to somebody who can help you through yeah, that. Yeah, well, I mean, therapy is not a bad shout, is it, to help you get to that next stage or that I think final it is. Stage. Find the right therapist, though. I mean, I've got, yeah. as I say, I've got, I've got a friend who's going through through a divorce. You don't know her actually, um, uh, and I've known her for, for years. A really, yeah. really, 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 really old friend of mine, and she 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 doesn't live in the UK, so she won't know this. And she talks to me and a therapist, and also wants to go, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, you have the worst therapist on the planet. If this is what you're still coming out with mm. after five years, you literally have the worst therapist in the world. Um, not all therapists are great that's the one thing I say as well it does take a lot of time to find someone who who gets you yeah totally someone else says got dumped four weeks ago just before a holiday so I went on my own what next for you? Oh, interesting I do know would I go on holiday on my own actually but I've been asked that a lot absolutely not no 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 I mean I have the utmost of respect for people who do and I know people love it and want to do it I won't even I will not even go and eat out in a restaurant on my own I, I know it's weird I will eat out in a restaurant on my own I wouldn't go to the pub on my own and I would I wouldn't go to the cinema on my own even though lots of people I know yeah. think the cinema's like you, you the basic level of you doing something on your yeah. own because you know no one even sees you I will I wouldn't enjoy it do you know what it's but just, I like being on my I like being on my own but it's not for I will be days. really yeah I'll be really honest or I keep talking over you I'll be really honest the one thing that I the one thing that I have struggled with actually is being is is weirdly being on my own and I know people say they love it and I did love being on my own when I was the only one in what is normally a really busy house yeah but living on your own is 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 very different. When it's the constant. Yeah. And do you know what? The worst night, Sunday night. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. It is weird. I'm not great at doing that. Yeah. But actually, that goes back to the uh, great advice we had. Yeah, we've had quite a bit of advice. Um, one listener says, surround yourself with friends who have your back. Well, I know that you agree with that. Yeah. Oh, my God. And actually, I know we're now the mini pod's going into a maxi pod. So we will, I think we need to do this again, actually, yeah. because we've got some other advice. But the one thing, and lots and lots and lots of people said, and they asked about, about friendship and friend circles and how do you cope with that. So I think we should do that a another one. time. Yeah. yeah. But as I say, um, yes, friends who have your back and get it. And if they don't, my advice would be over the past year um, is don't, don't people people don't say anything to be intentionally mean. No, they don't say anything to be intentionally mean. But but they there there is a level of um, I think there's things people say things and you think do you know what I don't need to necessarily hear that right now. Especially people who don't understand haven't been in your situation who are offering you not necessarily advice I mean I think they think it's advice it does come across a judgment don't I mean I would never I'm not an arguing person you know me no I, you're not actually no, you don't argue I know. everyone thinks that's really weird and everyone goes really I do not argue you swear a lot all. and you kind swear. of you know I've, I've witnessed a bit of shouting and swearing oh, but totally. it's usually just kind of you know it's not at anybody it's though. not at anyone oh, it's no. usually at yourself oh it's at, the, it's at my phone it's usually at your or, phone if I'm honest that the, poor phone needs therapy TV yeah I'm, I'm not great at the TV me and the TV <laughs> I love having a banter at the TV but 
distance yourself, don't go back, don't en don't engage, don't try and make them see your side because all they'll do is try and make it. Uh, you, you know what, there are some things that you think, you know what, we could argue about this forever. Let it go. You're seeing black, I'm seeing white. I don't want to get into a conversation that's about you. You don't understand my circumstances and I don't want to actually tell you that you're wrong. My advice would be just distance yourself yeah. and they will come round. Yeah. You know, and you will come right. You know, you 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 know, it's just 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 put distance between you and people who you don't necessarily need in your life at a certain time. Yeah, who can't literally for whatever reason empathise because well, you know, for a million reasons. Well, to be fair, I think they think they are. Yeah. I do think they think they are, but sometimes there is a level of empathy that you don't necessarily need because it. Yeah, and, and, I need and that empathy at the moment. Thanks ever so much. Yeah. Right, just be, don't search for a box to fit into. Do you know, that's what I was going to say as well. You are allowed to be selfish. Do you know what you are? You are, that's the one thing, you are allowed to be selfish. And I think that I've learned for the past year, and I think also turning 50 and not giving two fucks what other people think, um, but not wanting to say that to them. So yeah, you are allowed, you are allowed, you are allowed to be selfish. You are allowed to put yourself first because chances are you haven't done in I don't know how many years. So yeah, yeah. which is exactly what this this other listener says: take time to enjoy yes. your peace. Oh yes, be selfish with your time and what you choose to do. And that's the other thing as well. I do love things about going back to someone to don't search for a box to fit into. Um, everybody does this differently. There is no right or wrong way to get divorced. They're really. Mm. I mean. I mean, they're probably, well, I mean, again, people think they're doing what's right. People think they're doing what's right. And if it works for you, it's fine. If you are really suffering and, you know, you, you're you angry and you feel bitter, I, I would I would urge you to go and try and find some help to, to, to just alleviate that and try and look at the situation in a different way and just accept it. If your ex is an absolute cockwomble, so what? Just, just you know, draw a line under it and go. Thank God, I'm not bloody married to him draw anymore. Draw a line under the cockwomble. Draw a line under a cockwomble. Yeah, I mean, mine is in line. Mine, mine, mine isn't. But I know that there are lots that you know, lots wombling and lots free. Of, oh, out yeah, there. cocking on the womble. Sorry. <laughs> right. Loved that chat. We'll come back to that again. It's a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to being there. Done that. You've got the podcast. Remember that from today, you can sign up for our Patreon channel at patreon.com forward slash got the podcast for added extras every month. Now, while we want to create this community with you, we are not taking anything away. No, 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 no. Nothing no. away from you. So you can still listen to us twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. See you on Thursday. Bye. And you will actually see us on Thursday. See us on Thursday. Well, oh not everyone God. will, okay. but you can if you want to. Okay, you'll see the performing monkey here as well. Oh, my God. I swear to God, if you... Oh, I'll bring a hat and cane next time. No! Bye. Tambourine. Bye. <laughs>